to yet another episode of Vampire's Piss, starring me, Cassidy, and my beloved co-host. Mateo, hello, how are you? I'm great. Um, We have just done a little double feature. We Mm. did our usual Vampire's Kiss, naturally. Yeah, of course. And then we've been, I feel like... Multiple sources have told both of us separately and together that the movie George Romero's Martin is very much like Vampire's Kiss Mm -hmm. in theme and many other ways. Yeah. Would you agree with this? I would definitely agree with this. I'd say like even so not as much as it is to American Psycho, but like... Mm-hmm. I think there is certainly a lot of like recurring themes and stuff, and I was watching them side by side, mm-hmm. um, with mute on Vampire's Kiss because you know I already I already know what that shit is, <laughs> but there was yeah. definitely like some like moments of synchronicity going on. I'm glad you did that because I watched them separately. I watched Vampire's Kiss first, took notes, and then while I was watching Martin this morning, I took notes on how the two are similar yeah um i'll be honest martin was not the fun jaunty f- uh breath of fresh air that i was maybe hoping for or expecting oh, really? did you think it was going to be a horror comedy uh i don't know what i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be i don't know i feel like george romero his movies are a little more cartoonish in my mind just a little bit i've only ever seen dawn of the dead and um day of the dead or no i've seen night of the living dead and then day of the dead i haven't seen dawn right um and like you know night of the living dead is like you know whatever that's his that's his like big big breakout hit day of the dead is like cartoonish to me i feel like Mm. it's got a zombie that like salutes people and it's got like a crazy mad scientist and it's got racist soldiers and one guy is yelling choke on me while he's being ripped to shreds oh you know mm-hmm. spoilers i guess <laughs> yeah also spoilers <laughs> but, for martin uh yeah spoilers for martin yeah <laughs> i would recommend it for sure it's yes i will say uh content warning ahead the martin has a lot of um like violence against women and sexual assault yeah um it's i found it a little hard to stomach but there were still things i appreciated about the movie um and we're primarily gonna focus on that just not to bring the whole mood down but i was expecting the movie to be a little a little more lighthearted, i guess yeah 
I guess this is my second time watching Martin, so, like, I didn't have any of those uh, expectations of it. And, mm-hmm. like, I remember definitely the, uh, you know, the sexual assault is not easy Mm-mm. by any means. No. Especially the first one, like, that really yes. starts the movie off. Well, because you don't know where it's going, because, yeah. I mean, you know where it's going because if you know, like, the premise of the movie, like sure. we do, but when you first see it, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Also, it does have a very unique take on, uh, you know, the vampirism. Vampire, vampirism, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> both the, I think, like, you know, the overarching through line between this and Vampire's Kiss is, like, you know, the age-old question, like, is he a vampire or is he a uh, mentally ill incel? You know, like which yeah, could it be? <laughs> <laughs> dude. I didn't think there would be another character who is more afraid of women than Peter Lowe, but goddamn, was I wrong? This guy is terrified of women. Oh, absolutely. They have to be asleep. Um, yeah. I also expected him to be weird about drinking blood because I feel like. A lot of vampire movies do this, where male vampires will only drink blood of women, mm. and you never see them drink the blood of a man. Yeah. And I, I thought this whole movie was like, Martin's gonna be weird about this. He's only gonna drink the blood of women. Uh, but as soon as I like, I literally made a note of that. And as soon as I made that note, uh, he stuck a like a, a sharp branch into a guy's throat and then drank the blood out of his throat yeah yeah and so i was like oh never mind just kidding yeah he's you know he's he goes both ways i guess yeah that scene in particular is i think that's like probably like the most suspenseful and terrifying scene of the whole movie oh yeah because he's got uh, yeah 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 he's got like two 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 things to deal with when he was only expecting to deal with one yeah home of not abduction i meant to say invasion home invasion yes yes um okay. but yeah i this movie is similar to vampire's kiss in several ways i think i i did write a lot of them down um i uh just so we don't spend too long just recat recounting martin because this is a, a podcast about vampire's kiss yeah uh i i will just run quickly run through the plot of martin uh it's about this guy who thinks he's a vampire and he is taken in by this old dude named kuda kuda mm-hmm. his um, cousin. he's like this yeah he's like his old ass catholic cousin and he's in this like shitty little town where everyone hates living there and there's nothing but old people and sexy babes who mm-hmm. are dissatisfied in their life pittsburgh um and Martin, you know, runs around with, like, a, a needle full of, like, morphine or something. Very slow-acting sedatives. Every time he sedates someone, they fight him for, like, five minutes before they fall asleep. Yeah. Um, and he drinks their... He, like, slits their wrist and drinks their blood. Uh, and he... Yeah, he, like, kind of falls in love with someone, gets sloppy, and then gets staked in the heart. I Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I I like it's very artsy, very, you know, low budget and weird. Um, the guy who plays Martin looks a lot like like a like a Jonathan. harrowed white Keanu. Oh, really? I well, was what did s- you say? Oh, I thought like 
whenever he's on screen, I just think like Jonathan from Stranger Things the whole time. I see that too in the way that he always looks like he's about to cry. Yeah. Every yeah. time someone's looking at him, he's like, I, he just looks like he's about to burst into tears. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's an awkward boy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's I, not I, doing great. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first, the first note I, I took was he looks like Keanu. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, a little bit, he looks like white Keanu. Mm-hmm. Um, since I was watching uh, the movies like back and forth or mm-hmm. side to side, yeah, I don't know why, but when I was watching the beginning and like that fucking kid from Vampire's Kiss who like stares at Peter, like my <laughs> mind immediately went to connecting everything, and I'm like, oh my god, Martin's like that kid growing up. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, Martin witnessed uh, Peter's like insanity and yeah, you know went note. full vampire mode. Yeah. I mean, obviously the timelines don't sync up because Martin no. is uh, either born... He's from, like, the yeah. 70s. 70s? He, he is from the 70s, though they say that he was born in, like, the 1890s. That's true. They do claim he's, like, super old, which... Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I personally, me, I believe Martin as a vampire more than Peter as a vampire, but I feel like we've reached a consensus on, like, you know, Peter's status as a vampire. Right. Uh, both, I mean, like, um, besides, like, the inceldom and the rape and sucking blood of, uh, women victims, mm-hmm. a really big similarity between the two is that, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. What are we talking about? They wear, they wear plastic vampire fangs? Not that, though, they, there's definitely, like, and I think that's, like, the one funny part of Martin, to be <laughs> yes. honest. Yes. He's extremely <laughs> difficult to read. Like, I think the way he talks, like, it just strikes me as so, like, kind of, like, like a Twin Peaks character. Like, it comes off, like, very yeah. David Lynch. The way that, like, they're not talking nonsense, but they have, like, this, mm-hmm. like, strange kind of far-off, like, vibe going on with, like, everything that they're saying. And, like, it's very yeah. it's very plain and, like, standoffish, you know? Yeah, I feel like nobody really saying what they mean. Yeah. Although I don't know that uh, Martin's like other cousin, what's her name? She really, uh, she really fucking spoke her mind. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. She was she was standing up for that for that she... boy who did not deserve it whatsoever. No, and and for herself, she was very much like fuck this town. I hate this place. I hate my boyfriend. He's yeah. the only, my only way out of here though, so I'm staying with him, and then I'm gonna dump his ass as soon as I'm out. Mm-hmm. And he's played by Tom Savini, who does the uh, special effects for all the blood and stuff. No way, really? Huh. Yeah, he also did the special effects for Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, which is you know what? Great. I believe it. Yeah, he, those... he he does a very good job with his prosthetics. The blood in this movie, mm-hmm. in particular, it's like it's really thick, and like it's really thick. It's really bright. Yeah, I like that about it though. Yeah, I love I I love like paint like cadmium red blood. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of charming. Okay, look who passed LCD freshman year. Wow, cadmium. <laughs> <red>. <laughs> I, just just barely, just barely. Uh-huh. My teacher fucking hated me. Oh damn! Who did you have? Uh, we had a lady named. Ooh. I'm gonna probably bleep <laughs> that out, but. Okay. Yeah, she she was a she was technically an architecture teacher mm. who was standing in for our teacher who was on sabbatical. Um 
and uh, she only knew how to draw. She did not paint. She did not know how to paint. So she just was very much reading out of the lesson plan, and uh, she told us to get the wrong colors and was super, super, super hard on us. So when, you know, all the painting students who knew what they were doing, they, like, looked at the list of colors. She, like, she told us to get the primary colors, right? Yeah. And the painting people and people who knew how to paint were just like, they looked at it and they were like, these are not the primary colors. We're going to buy, we're just not going to listen to her and we're going to buy the actual primary colors. Wait, what did she tell you to buy from the primary colors? There was like, only one of them was right. I think it was like cadmium yellow or something. Uh-huh. It was like the yellow was right, the red and the blue were wrong. Okay. I think the blue was like aquamarine or something. Okay, I thought you were gonna say like, yeah, she made us get like green and blue, and it's like those aren't primary <laughs> color. Blue is. I meant purple. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no. So like, we, I got the we, like me who is a film student and I don't really know shit about shit when it comes to painting. I bought the colors she told us to buy, and then it would be like me in fucking LCD sitting there trying to make purple and I kept making shit brown and I would be like I don't understand what is happening and she would look at it and she'd be like you need to add more blue to that or you need to add more red and then I would I was like I would do it and it would make shit brown again I'm like bro I feel insane um yeah we all hated her she was a terrible teacher and she was super 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 fucking hard on us uh so we you know that whole class like kind of had like solidarity in like hating her and then the new teacher came in and she was nice and she was like why are you guys using rubber cement that will give you brain damage and then we started crying because she was the first yeah it it does i mean yeah it's like inhaling sharpie markers and shit oh well that's fun though i mean (laughs) it's the only thing that got me through that class was just sniffing my rubber cement jar (laughs) it was a real charlie day moment going on (laughs) well thank you professor yeah thank you um apt name anyway um i remember what i was saying so um, similar to vampires because martin plays with the idea of like is he a vampire isn't he a vampire Mm -hmm. they do it very stylishly in this one like there's a lot of flashbacks to when he yeah you know there's like black and white uh silent flashbacks not silent mm-hmm. but like they're very dreamlike and going yeah. back to him in somewhere in eastern europe i guess of yeah just like, or like i i know. thought maybe it was like mexico or something oh really oh maybe i don't know i i'm going off of kuda's uh accent that I, it sounds eastern european to me i don't know there's there's plenty of places i'm sure but it's true the black and white footage was really dark so i was either picturing like you know like mexican villas in like like a sort of deserty shrubby place Mm. because there was a lot of like dead dry trees around him yeah um but it also could very much be have been eastern europe because the footage was so dark i couldn't really tell yeah but like throughout the story like it's interspersed with him like vamping it up and like Mm-hmm. his backstory with his strange very religious family who have a history of having nosferatu in their blood kuda's mm-hmm. always going on i love kuda he's amazing he's, fu- he's so fucking hilarious funny. he's really yeah. fucking funny 
He was he was I think the most comical aspect of the movie to me. Yeah, um, he's a good foil to Martin. You know. Yeah, just it's a very a pretty old, dark movie. Yeah, yeah, just very old fashioned, like Catholic old man who's like, I will destroy you if you try to fucking drink blood in this town, and uh, I, you know, I will save your soul and then I will destroy you. And yeah. He's like, you know. He says Nosferatu so much, and he says it like almost playfully, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. Yeah, um, it makes you think that like, off like you know, like the fucking sink would flood or something. He'd be like, "Oh, Nosferatu did this," you know. He just <laughs> seems to blame everything on Nosferatu. My favorite in uh, instance of that was when like Martin opened the the door to his room and found that he'd hung bells in front of his door to make sure like to stop him from sneaking out at night. Yeah. And when he did it the first time, Kuda was right there, and he looked at him, and he smiled coyly. He was like, Nosferatu. <laughs> and then and then uh, Martin just fucking went back in the, his room. Yeah. Um, but there's no yeah. magic. There's no, no magic. Ma- yeah. No. Martin is a, a much... distinctly non-magical vampire. It's very yeah. strange. Much like Peter Lowe. Peter Lowe, despite how often we, like search for powers in him mm-hmm. uh it, the movie would have us believe that he has no powers right um i still think that our uh notion on him having like a slight what's it called shimmer or uh glamour glamour yes yeah yeah because you know unlike peter like martin like is a lot less socially uh inept what's the opposite yeah. of inept adept adept yes he's much more awkward he barely says anything for a good portion of the movie he just kind of like yeah awkwardly stares at people from afar mm-hmm. uh, similarly he has like the whole like staring at other people and yeah you know wanting to get some action but being like nah that freaks me out but also he's a rapist so yeah i I, yeah, he has a lot of in in similar with Peter Lowe, just sort of like uh, exhibition of powers wise. Like he doesn't burn up in the sun, no. Like Peter, um, he what else? He doesn't he, have fangs. Yeah, he can eat garlic. He can eat garlic. He's just not fine, affected by crosses. Though, yep, unaffected by crosses. Unlike Peter. Yeah, you know Peter. Peter is weak to crosses. He does get scared by them. Yeah, it's all in his head, though. Yeah, and we never see him eat garlic, so maybe that's also something Perhaps. that might he might be weak to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. He doesn't have to be invited anywhere. Martin doesn't need to be invited anywhere, oh, either. Oh, definitely not. Um, you know, actually, uh, I can't believe we haven't talked about this already, but did you see the trailer... For the new Renfield movie. I saw a little bit of it. It's like a horror comedy, right? Yes. I saw it when I went to go see Megan the other night. Mm, How was that? And it fucking ruled. Well, Megan was great. Loved Megan. The Renfield trailer made me so excited. Mm -hmm. So excited. I cannot wait for that movie. I'm Nick Cage... 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I'm hyped. I, like, started the trailer, but mm-hmm. I kind of try to not watch them anymore. Same. I I try to avoid them. If I'm in a theater and it plays, like, whatever, I'm not going to fucking walk out of the theater. Yeah. I don't care that much, but, um, yeah, I avoided that trailer for a while. Um, we should watch that movie. If yeah, we definitely. can, we is should this, watch it. Is this his first, like performance as a vampire since vampires kiss because i really can't think of you know what that's else. a great question let me let me consult imdb mm-hmm. um so. yeah it seems like it might be uh let me see imdb uh while while i do this do you have any more uh noteworthy noteworthy uh comparisons to martin let's see i have a lot of uh notes that i took Mm, I think my dog wants to go out. One second. No worries. No worries. Uh, let's see here. Like Wonderland. No, no. Primal. Burning with the Devil. That's not vampires. Okay, looking Glass. Mandy's not a vampire. Mom and Dead. Mm-hmm. Is National Damn, Treasure is. a vampire? I wish. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Honestly, National Treasure 3, they're fighting vampires. Oh, yeah. Who are played oh, by the Founding Fathers. <laughs> oh, yeah! Yo. Honestly, you've written a very cool uh, um, sort of sequel to National Treasure just now. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more as a prequel to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. God, I wish that movie was good. <laughs> I I have it on my list of like the vampire movies that I intend to binge because it yeah it was like vaguely culturally relevant for like the year that it came out, but it definitely seems like one of those things where the concept like definitely is more amusing than I would assume ninety minutes of that. Hmm. It's based. Is it based on a book or a comic? It is based on a book. I read the book, and the book's actually kind of interesting. Okay. Um, the book's like kind of cool. It goes uh, in more depth about like you know the vampire slave trade and how like mm-hmm. slavery in America was benefiting vampires incredibly. Okay, so the vampires um, are confederates. Yeah. Well, it, you know, in America, it was. I mean, anywhere where there's slaves, it's very easy for vampires to just buy food. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, that's that's how they treated their uh, enslaved people. They just yeah. treated them like, you know, a buffet. Mm-hmm. And so Abraham Lincoln uh, decided to become president so that he could end slavery and wipe vampires out in America. Um that's that's the book's funny, a little, i can't lie the book's a little more dry and like cool about it the movie is like it tries so so hard to be an action movie mm. it, it's very much like the world war z effect where it's like they took a book that is interesting and cool but not very well adapted into a movie and they just did their damnedest and it did not work 
I mean, I feel like conceptually, like you have to just kind of have to go for horror comedy. Like, I don't think yeah. that you could look. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not the biggest like action movie fan. Like, I like it when it's good, but I feel like generally, like all the action movies that I like mm-hmm. incorporate comedy of it, and like, yeah, kind of work without that. I think I think with with books like that, you've got to do a mini series. I mm. thought this about World War Z. World War Z would work perfectly as a miniseries because that whole book is like filled with chapters of like it's basically just interviews with people who were alive during the zombie war and like you know survived it and like you know just sort of getting into like the geopolitics of what zombies did to the world um and like I feel like they could do a really cool like uh mini series like a mini series documentary sort of deal where they are like interviewing like these big players in the zombie wars and mm-hmm. you know showing footage of like that but they didn't do that they gave they they, they cast Brad Pitt and he was like hey this fucking sucks let me rewrite the script and he oh, rewrote really? the script into yeah well that's because he didn't want this to fucking tank his career he was like this is boring and it sucks we're making an action movie this is what it's going to be like and then they did that and it was like meh mm-hmm. what, well, thanks, whatever brad. thanks brad yeah. um any brad also likes jeff buckley though so i kind of have to respect you brad so there's <laughs> that hmm? say what Oh, Brad Pitt also likes Jeff Buckley, so like I have to, I have oh, to give yeah. him like respect one on one for that, you know. For sure, for sure. Fans. Um, <laughs> okay, another connection that I found is that in both movies, like the cities that they're in are definitely characters, as mm-hmm. you say in all college course film classes. <laughs> uh, you know, with uh, with Van, I was gonna say with Peter that's not the name of the movie with vampires kiss you know yeah new york like kind of just you know we spoke about this but at the time like uh a ton of people from i think rikers or whatever were released so like the mental illness like aspect yes. of it is definitely reflected but mm-hmm. in martin particularly like pittsburgh i i would assume at that time based on you know what the movie was conveying is that like not doing great economically like there's mostly just like you said there's mostly just old people like everything's kind of decaying and i think that martin definitely like is trying to hint at something with like the whole like clashes of new and old culture you know with kuda being like all old school and then martin's like uh i'm an atheist there is no magic you fool you idiot and he has his and how he's he's all like syringes and drugs make my job easier yeah exactly he that's not very vampire like of him no i think i think similarly uh to vampire's kiss like i think the most you know scary part of course of vampire's kiss is when peter like finally kills someone Mm -hmm. and i feel like the reason why that's so scary is because like at that point like you realize like oh he's not really a vampire like this is just a person killing people and even more so like and martin's way scarier than vampire's kiss because like he is you know peter only gets to kill one person martin kills like at least four i'm pretty sure i think a little bit more 
Peter doesn't react well to drinking the blood. No. He, like, gets sick. Yeah. Martin, however, is, like, all he's about it. He's slopping it up, yeah. He's he's sucking it down. He's loving every moment of it. Yeah, and he and has... He, it revitalizes him. Yeah, and he has a tried and true method. Like, he is, mm-hmm. he is a much more, like... I don't know what the word is. Like, he's a much more capable murderer than Peter, like, ever was. Yeah. And it's it's interesting what what he makes up for in charisma he or what he what he what he lacks, lacks in, charisma, in charisma he makes up for in competence which is the other way around for peter lowe peter lowe is extremely incompetent but very charismatic yeah and you know like with with martin like or with with peter like if he's not a vampire then he's like a very deeply like terrible mm-hmm. boss and like yeah. a just extremely delusional person but then if like martin is not a vampire then he's like a straight up serial killer you know like straight up yeah which makes martin a little scarier yeah in definitely. my opinion but there's I mean, also, they're both scary yeah they're both scary but like i think the main difference between the two i mean there's a lot of differences but like most strikingly mm-hmm. is that like martin's tone is like a lot more somber like yeah I, they both take like this like kind of like urban take on gothic uh cinema you know like they're both Mm -hmm. like very gothic in their score yeah their subject matter but like in the cityscape and martin's score like it's so it's really good but it's also like really Mm. sad and somber and like you know and it lacks like the mystery that i think vampire's kisses score does yeah because it's so like engaged with like just like the emotion of it and martin is you know not i wouldn't say he's sympathetic but like i think he has like i think there's more to him like as someone to sympathize with than peter i guess like there's uh yeah yeah not none like oh i feel bad for this guy but like i think yeah he seems more tormented by his curse yeah whereas Peter is like he's more he's malicious. Hot, he's hot and cold with the the curse. He's like all about it at first. Yeah. And then like almost immediately after he's like he hates it. Right. I think I think Peter's like mental. I mean, granted like we've watched Vampire's Kiss a lot more than Martin, but like Peter's it's mental true. state I think is a lot easier to understand and there's like less mystery mm-hmm. to it and it, so much of it is like founded in like ego and stuff versus like martin he's a lot harder to read like there's this like deep sadness to him like if you were to take it that he's not a vampire at all he's like a deeply mentally ill and unstable and like awkward person and it's just Mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't feel bad for him per se but there's no there's like it he lacks like the smarminess and like the douchiness that peter has you know yeah he's he he's gentle as uh yeah. that one name? girl described him as yeah mrs something i don't they never say her first yeah name. she but don't she's the one her. yeah she's like one of the two friends that martin makes throughout mm-hmm. also another Which is yeah more than more than peter makes peter yeah. makes no friends no no not at all not even he makes enemies in fact yeah not even his buddies like at the board like would actually Mm-mm. care about him they're probably talking shit about each other oh, absolutely 
I'm still convinced that that one big boy he sits next to fucking hates his ass. Oh, absolutely. But has to be nice to him because he's like nepotism baby. Yeah, of course. He's the son of Franz Kafka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? There was another... Uh, I mean, they've got the similarity, too, of like the plastic fangs. You know, yeah, they both yeah. they both wear plastic fangs at one point. Mm-hmm. Martin just does it because um, he's a troll, though. Yeah, well, that's he's a... trying to make Kuda make look stupid for believing the vampire nonsense. Yeah, that's another thing. Like Martin, like he's he doesn't like show it a lot, but he has like a really smarmy like side to him mm-hmm. that I guess like yeah. makes him a little bit similar to Peter. But like he just completely, you know, he's his vampirism is not traditional. Like he's just like a guy who mm-hmm. slits people's wrists and drinks their blood, and he dresses normal. But there's this one part where his cousin kuda like is i don't know like it's like a foggy dark night and i think he's trying to get to his car and then martin just like puts on like white vampire makeup and like the fangs that peter has and a cape just to fuck with him for no reason which honestly i wish that shit was real he looked great in that vampire costume he did he looked very good like honestly if that had been the reveal is like yes i can become this kind of vampire are you fucking happy now Mm -hmm. like i would have I would have loved this movie so much more than I did. I still like the movie. Mm. Um, I I honestly think I love this movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I see why friend of the show Stina likes it so much because Martin also kind of serves in his like home invasion look when he's when he's wearing his like black turtleneck and like the mm-hmm. the dark pants. He was like, damn, he kind of looks good. I mean, seventies fashion, I think they're just killing it the whole time that's true there's yeah. a lot of cool like a lot of those houses look good the cars are nice mm-hmm. a lot of the people who are like the fashion in this movie is pretty good i love yeah. every suit kuda wears he he's fucking dripped out oh yeah he's like he's rocking the all white suits all day every day because he's, yep. he's a man of god you know except for the night that martin dresses a vampire he's like wearing this slick ass black suit mm-hmm. i think I don't know. I think after watching, like, so much of, I think my watch of Vampire's Kiss is confusion and then growing to, like, something that, I wouldn't say imperfect, but, like, I guess readjusting, like, the traditional, like, idea of, like, what is a good movie? You know, because, like, I understand why someone would think this is a terrible movie. But I think, (laughs) like, if you think in, like, a less traditional sense, like, this is actually a great movie. But in terms of, like, delivering atmosphere and, like, a good score and good performances and, like, suspense, I think Martin, like, pretty much killed... Yeah, it pretty much kills it on all fronts. And I think there's, like, a lot of interesting stuff to be observed in Martin. Yeah, um... I would say so. I think um I think what, what part of this whole experiment like we we watched this movie so much that I feel like we have to focus on the parts of Vampire's Kiss we like mm. to stay sane. Right. That's what I think makes in my mind makes Vampire's Kiss a good movie is just like I look at the parts that I like the most and I think that are the most out there and the most interesting. And then I kind of just discard the rest of it because I'm just like, no, no time for that. You know, I, I've, I don't have the brain space to think about how many fucking 
like you know shots of new york city unnecessary shots of new york city there are yeah um or like you know the boring acting or like whatever you know i i just don't i just don't have time for that so i just latch on to things like the alphabet scene and like mm-hmm. this extra and you know that's that weird acting performance right i feel like i'm we're i'm sort i'm starting to like edit the whole movie out of my brain and just like just i'm making core memories of like the 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 good moments of vampire's kiss in my brain i think i i'm not the opposite but differently i think it's kind of numbed me and like i've become less critical like as a film viewer Mm. in watching it because just because i've watched it so much and my overall feeling of it is positive i think i like no longer see the faults in it and i just kind of accept everything for how it is (laughs) which i don't think is great (laughs) well i mean i don't know i feel like we're gonna come in and out of phases with this i feel like i've gone through several phases i feel like i went through a whole phase of genuinely despising this movie Mm -hmm. um and I have moved out of that. I'm back in like my sort of uh, cold indifference. Yeah. Um. Which you know, that's the whole thing. We're riding. We're riding this roller coaster to the end. We're we're in a you know I don't I don't know where we are in the in the roller coaster, but we've reached low points and we've uh you know reached high points. And I'm I'm looking forward to cresting a, another hill soon in these coming coming weeks. Mm-hmm. I think in regards to the roller coaster, I don't think there's any like lack of loop de loops or something. I think we've just gone over the same loop de loop in the same exact fashion <laughs> over and over again. It's like, man, I just kinda wanna get off of the ride and I wanna try a different route. So like these watches like are a breath of fresh air, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. so much so that now I'm like, man, whenever I watch a movie that isn't vampires kiss, I'm like, holy shit, Martin, like this is one of the best movies I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> That is true. That is true. I did like the. Um, I think one of the biggest things I enjoyed was the, um, the variety. Yeah, uh, yeah. With Martin, although <laughs> the variety were... of not ha- being vampires, kiss. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I will say, I did feel like since I was watching Martin in the context of Vampires Piss, mm. I felt like I missed Nicolas Cage's performance. I liked the the main the guy who plays Martin. He did a great job. I liked Martin's performance. The, yeah. It was it was good. It was very like right. under uh like not under underplayed. Understated. But you know what? Understated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, Martin's like a significantly more subtle movie than Vampire's Kisses. Yes. <laughs> but even so, I was like, I kind of was missing Nick Cage and his like mm-hmm. insanity. Right. I think if Martin broke into that insanity, it would completely ruin the movie. I think it would. Yes, I think I think it would absolutely uh, get really insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did both movies do end with them getting staked in the heart? Though that yeah. was that that took me by surprise too. Yeah, me like, too. I forgot that that's how the movie ended. It's so sudden. It's like, like a hard least, cut. 
yeah like at least with with nick cage it's like you know um, there's a whole sequence of emilio going up the stairs and nick cage being insane and that and then emilio stakes him but with martin it's just like one day martin wakes up and kuda is like you fucking shouldn't have drank blood bitch and he stakes him in the heart and kills him right and he's like this is a proper stake too. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. I was, we were not questioning like how you'd get it. And also Kuda brought a hammer. Like he has a mallet to do it in. And he like hits him yeah. like three times at least. Like it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty juicy that hit. And it's, it's, I, it's ironic too, because, uh, you know, the victim that is found out is Martin's older lady friend who he does the do with but she kills herself like in a bathtub or whatever yeah, yeah. ironically like he is that she's the only victim that he did not kill but you know that's the one that he's found out for Hmm. yeah yeah it's 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 just so sudden and it, it, like i i almost i almost like had i was like wait did i miss something and i like almost rewinded the movie rewound rewinded rewound yeah uh that one um yeah but both movies end in a staking although one of them you don't get to see the vampire again uh when the movie ends yeah. another i think another failing of martin mm, yeah it's it's missing a rachel distinctly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i you guess know. there's no like outside vampire force sort of uh lurking on martin in this one either right because it's hereditary apparently yeah yeah that's true there was that whole like thing about like the vampire family line in kuda's family maybe what the movies needed was martin needed a rachel and peter needed a kuda you know Mm-hmm. yes you know, yes he P- did peter needed someone to keep him in line and martin needed a lady friend you know yeah who could show him the ropes yeah, and like you know, Martin does not have the hang-ups about drinking blood that Peter does. No, I feel like honestly, if Rachel came into Martin's life, I mean, I think she'd still toy with him because it seems like she likes to toy with pathetic men. Yeah. Um, but she would at least teach him how to be a vampire since he is actually a vampire, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Right, allegedly. I mean, he listen. He drinks blood like a vampire. She'd at least give him a chance. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I mean, I don't like shitting on the the views of the old, you know, if that's how the old country rolls, you know. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, that I, stake went in pretty pretty quickly, you know. So who's to say? Right, I know it's uh, it, it went in with some like uh, Lost Boys speed. Yeah, I mean, I think um, that, you know, if you and I like distinct non vampires were staked, it would take like a little bit more. I know, yeah. We're, we we I feel like I have a normal a normal amount of stake resistance. Mm. I um, actually think I don't. I don't think I it, it would go in pretty easy for me. I think I got like pretty like weak skin. I'd believe in my sternum. I feel like it would at <laughs> least I <laughs> I think it would at least withstand like one or two mallet hits. I respect your confidence in that. <laughs> I hope you don't test it out though no god yeah we'll we'll see we'll see how how uh if if this show makes me into a vampire or not mm-hmm. um i i am more excited after we, after doing this i am excited to sort of look into the other movies that we've been told are like vampires kiss in this way where it's about like a person who is unfamiliar with or unsure if they're a vampire or not mm-hmm. 
What other movies um, would that be? Uh, there's Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. Which I think might be more like this movie than the other because tonally, yeah, I, sure. I think there's like a woman vampire who like bites him and makes him think he's a vampire. Mm. Um, and then I think the other one is like my best friend is a vampire or something or something like that. So, I don't know. Friend, friend of the show, Stina, told me about it, and uh, you know, it, it's on the list. I think if we just turn this podcast into like for the remaining ones, just finding movies with like vague similarities to vampires, because. <laughs> And seeing what little cinematic universe we could like put together, I think that'd be fun. I mean, listen, I've been trying to kind of do that a little bit, like just like any any minor tether, we just try and get it in there. Like, yeah. listen, one of these days we should do a watch where we watch Rawhead Rex and Vampire's Kiss at the same time, mm-hmm. because the guy who did uh, the guy who did the music. I don't remember his name, but the guy who did the music for uh, Vampire's Kiss did the music for Rawhead Rex. Right. So, you know, connection. There it is. Absolutely. I mean, we already we already got to, you know, Peter went to college with Patrick Bateman, mm-hmm. and that kid who saw Peter and Jackie became Martin. So, you know, that's... Yeah. And, you know, Morbius is... is from new york and yeah jared Leto too <laughs> you know it's it's yeah great. uh yeah um you hear he's in the neutron movie i did see that i did see that jared leto is somehow got tron 3 off the ground yeah i mean i'll be honest i have like no emotional connection to tron i assume Me people neither. are just like interested in it because daft punk made the music for the one a few years ago yes i never saw the newer one i heard it was not good and it does have like jeff bridges and then younger jeff bridges in it oh i think so i think i remember there being like being like oscar talk about like the aging effects or whatever oh okay there's like young jeff bridges is the main character and then old jeff bridges is like another character and i don't remember i see i don't remember did you ever see the original that. one I did. I saw it as a kid. I liked it. Okay. I know that that one, I mean, that one is probably more relevant than the other one for just having Daft Punk make the soundtrack, arguably, for mm-hmm. its special effects stuff. But that one seems yeah. a lot more interesting. God, you know what? I will I will give Jared Leto one tiny crumb of respect if he can get Daft Punk to come back, to back out of it. Re- if they can even get those French robots out of retirement and get them back into music for Tron 3, I will give him a single crumb of respect. Well, you know, I have a stronger moral compass than you. Fuck you, Jared Leto. <laughs> even if you did get Daft Punk back together, I still don't fuck with you. Go fuck That's yourself. fair. Yeah, valid, valid. Um... <laughs> um just do we have kidding. any final I've, thoughts mm. oh yeah oh just kidding i you know like if i was more into daft punk i probably would and i might be in I, the future I, you know listen i i'm not i'm not saying i would i'm gonna endorse jared leto but i would at least be like all right you've done one good thing and that is get daft punk back together i, I would not argue with that that's an objectively good thing that is an objective good 
Um, Unless it's like really sad and it's like their their hearts aren't in the little robot French hearts aren't into it, mm. you can tell. Then that would be just be terrible because then they would also have a connection to Jared Leto, you know. So yeah, that's true. Um, do we have any final thoughts about uh, Martin and Vampire's Kiss, or do we want to get straight into our good old recommends? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say I think off of this watch i might like martin more than vampire's kiss just a little bit yeah i would all i would have to agree mm-hmm. perhaps as a movie but maybe not as a lifestyle <laughs> yeah 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 right like i mean you know martin in 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 many ways the better film but you know you couldn't get all those memes out of martin it's just not that no. kind of movie you know and I gotta it's, give vampires it, a kiss that. Yes, uh, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, what's what's more important, like, acclaim or memeability? Like, that's a that's a legit question in the modern era. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And a lot of I feel like there's a bunch of movies that would argue memeability is probably better. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I think uh, let's get into those recommends. Do you have a do you have a recommend you want to share with us? Yes, I do. Uh, I recently yeah. watched uh, The King of Comedy, uh, the classic Martin Scorsese. Nice. Uh, Robert De Niro. De Niro does a really good performance. He's I, so so good. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, like un you know uh, uncontroversial opinion, but like arguably like the best actor to do it. I think he mm-hmm. gets like really uh what's the word? Not type get like he gets people just assume that Pigeon he's hold? a gangster. Huh? Pigeonhole? Pigeonhole, yeah, like to be like just a gangster guy, but I think yeah. that his performances like as those gangster guys, but also taking like taxi driver in this movie into account, like mm-hmm. I think he does have a bigger range than people think. And yeah. the king of comedy, I think, is uh, similarly to taxi driver for me is that it feels like it's taking very contemporary like stuff that's in the public consciousness but like you know back in the 70s tackling it because like yeah well you know uh taxi driver is kind of like a character study on an incel uh, the the king of comedy like deals with parasocial relationships and like mm-hmm. you know craving for fame and i think it's done like really well also it's funny you know it is yeah it's, it's- and you know when i watched the joker for the first time all i wanted to do after that was watch king of comedy because the joker really 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 wants to be king of comedy yeah and taxi driver i assume and taxi driver yeah it it wants to do both yeah and it does it does both of them badly oh i never watched it because i knew that like people were saying like oh it's um what's the word derivative of taxi driver and king of comedy mm, and i was like oh yeah well i've seen taxi driver but i think i'd rather watch the king of comedy and i finally did so maybe i'll watch the joker movie who knows you know what i would even say you don't even need to watch the joker <laughs> you've seen <laughs> you've seen both those movies just put some face paint on both of them and you're good yeah um yeah mm-hmm. but yeah he uh De Niro gives a great performance. I think he's a very, 
sad but in a different way than these other men that we've talked about you know yeah yeah he is he is definitely a sad guy and he has a he's got some issues that are just not able to be worked out in the current time period no No. he doesn't kill anyone though i thought he was gonna he was gonna kill the the tv host in the end or something well you're thinking of joker again because that does (laughs) does happen in joker yeah, you know, like I mean, you know, kidnapping is definitely bad, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't he didn't hurt nobody. You know, he just he just wanted like if he had the social media, you know, that we have now, maybe he'd be satisfied. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's true. He was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. um... born too late to be that hacky of a comic, but born too early to enjoy, <laughs> you know, the fifteen minutes of fame that everyone does. Oh man, he would do numbers. I feel on on Twitter. Um, I think our unintentional theme for this our recommends is movies set in New York in the seventies slash eighties. Yeah. Um, because mine is also set in New York. My recommend this time is Q, the Winged Serpent. It is a, a cult classic Larry Cohen movie from nineteen eighty two. It is about um. It's uh, basically it's set in New York, and the plot is a giant fucking dragon comes into New York and nests in the Empire State Building and just starts you know swooping down, cat like scooping up uh, New Yorkers and eating them, and uh, you know the it's about like the the this like down on his luck like addict uh guy who's like tied up with a bunch of crime and he's just like super down on his luck he's been beaten down by the whole city but he knows where the nest is and so it's this plot about him trying to like get you know out of the hole he's in while you know using his knowledge of the nest to like you know uh uh, get what he wants and from the city and it's like very cool it's very campy it's extremely new york um and there's like a cool fucking stop motion dragon that um flies around yeah i mean what more could you want stop motion yeah new york yeah dragons it's i i i talked about this in my letterbox review but i feel like watching these horror movies set in new york like makes me more of an annoying new yorker <laughs> where i have like i have like this fucking new york pride about like a new york that has long since changed it's not like this anymore sure. you know new york is different now than it was in the 80s and 70s and shit yeah they cleaned up all the drugs and dragons and vampires unfortunately yeah there's no dragons it's less there's less trash everywhere there's still I mean, yuppies still, yeah still yuppies yeah they didn't get rid of those um but yeah Q, the the winged serpent. Good movie. It's on Shutter. Go check it out. Awesome. Um and let's do plugs. I actually have something to plug that's not just our Twitter. Um I've been streaming again. My New Year's resolution was to stream every week. Nice. I've been streaming. Uh go go check out my Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash wizard drinks. One word. Uh nothing crazy yet i've just been fucking playing whatever i want after i get off work uh for like an hour or two nice um i've yet to tune in to those streams but i will do a better job of doing that in the future it's totally fine they're pretty late at night i you know 
it's like eight a it's eight p.m. here for me, and then I, I that means it starts at like eleven p.m. for all everyone else I know. So, you know, totally understandable. But if you've got the time, check it out, Wizard Drinks. Uh, please, you know, follow me so I can get affiliate and get money for it. <laughs> um, and yeah, you got anything you want to plug, Mateo? Um. Yeah, I plug water. This is a reminder. You should drink some water, dude. Honestly, yes. Stay hydrated, everybody. Extremely important. Because, you know, if you don't do it, you might start craving blood. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen these movies, but, like, they tell you it's not a good idea. It's not It's not where it's at. Mm-hmm. Like, look out for your cousin. He might kill you. You know, who knows? <laughs> Shit's crazy. Yeah. Um yeah, drink water. Also follow us on Twitter at GameRealPod. Rate and review us. You know. You know what to do. Yeah. You've been here before. Don't make us look at the rating and see that it's still just me giving us five stars. Don't don't make us And do me. That. And I, you. I did it I did it recently too. So we've got two five star ratings now. See, that's already like more progress than like the last time I checked. So <laughs> we're getting there, uh, you know. Don't make us cry. You, know, you don't Please. want to do I cry so easy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I've been Cassidy. I've been Mateo. Uh, good night. Dream of me, my.